Hello, welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best arcade games of all time, with Jeff May and Josh Denny. Hey everybody, welcome to ListCast. Welcome to ListCast. Welcome to ListCast. Slap it a bass. Slap it a bass, man. Welcome to ListCast, man. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> I watched I Love You, Man, before I came uh, over here. I, wanna, I, I like that go, movie so much. I saw it's on Netflix. I want to watch it. Yeah, I was just like, fuck yeah, I'm watching that. Yeah, it's really good. Who's here today? Josh Denny's here. Hey. Jeff May is here. Hi. Hi. Why, why do you do that? Why not? Why do you talk like that every time we start a podcast? It's, it's a tooth thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your tooth is still it's a tooth thing. out of control, right? I like how I kept all my church teeth, though. I noticed that where like the smile's still fine, but underneath it, it's just this massive cesspool of rot and decay. Yeah, yeah. a lot of 70-year-old women rock that look. I don't have the best <laughs> teeth, but I have such a small mouth that no one would ever fucking know. Yeah, you have a mouth like Little Face from Dick Tracy. Yeah, I have a little bird mouth. So if I smile with my teeth showing, I look insane. So I, I never, ha- I, I could not have teeth at all, and people wouldn't be any, they any the wiser. Really be able to tell. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, with everything I just said, our topic today is best arcade games of all time. <laughs> yeah. This was this is, Jeff's idea. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. It's very important to me. It's important to me, too, because for one thing, it's one of the few video game topics I can weigh in on because this is my wheelhouse. I think that's important. I think if you are if you are a child of the 80s in any way, the 80s and the 90s, this is a very important uh, subject. Yeah. Because who, who didn't, like, how many birthday parties did you go to at arcades? Exactly. I, I, I went into a dark depression <laughs> when we started putting these lists together, and I'll tell you why. I got sad remembering how much wealth I felt dropping a five into a coin machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's powerful. And you were just like, yeah, yeah, what? I'm going to be playing for at least 10 minutes. Everybody hang off this dick. And I was like, to think about how insignificant $5 is to me now versus back then. It's huge to me. (laughs) I couldn't. I couldn't do shit with $5 right now. Yeah. And like travel, play a shit ton like of video the, games still. Yeah, maybe, it's yeah. like the travel channel's just sending Hamiltons all over to Josh <laughs> Denny over here. I, yeah, no I Lincolns for him. No. Yeah, you're, yeah, the Hamiltons haven't been around for a while. So let's go through the rules quick for anyone who's listening for the first time. We each brought five picks for best arcade game of all time. I think we've agreed that we're talking like arcade cabinet video game type things. Uh, yeah, electronic. No ski ball, no games. air hockey. All no, respectable no pinball. picks. No pinball. And I, and I did cancel out any games that I felt were superior on home consoles to the arcade counterparts. I did not do that. Okay. No, I but did not. As those are the limits fact, yeah. of your life, man. All right. So we each brought five picks for best arcade game of all time. We're going to go through them one at a time, explain why we picked it, why we think it belongs on the list. And then after we do that, that will take us to a list of 15. That's too goddamn many. So we'll each take turns kicking two off the list. And then we have to have someone in the audience do our save. Uh, what word should we have them message to us uh, first? Whoever says it first, what's the word? Quarters. Quarters is the word. Whoever messages us the word quarters first gets to do our save. Pretty funny if someone's just bugged. This room <laughs> so they can get it first. Oh, Travis Wolf gets it. Uh, and then Neil Bose. 
Travis Wolf. Well, G Ferrer 481. You said quarters. Yeah, G Ferrer, you fucked up. You said quarters. Sorry, pal. So Travis Wolf and Neil, Neil Bose. Neil Bose, you're on deck if Travis Wolf Dies. If Travis out. Wolf dies, yeah, I guess in the course of recording, if he, uh, he uh, howls at the moon, uh, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, he's a wolf. <laughs> I'll show myself out. Yeah, that's cool. I'll get your picks. I had a hard time picking. I've still got about five other ones I wanted to bring up. I I realized how much of my youth just is escape is escaped me while I was I was like, what was that one game called? I had to go online and try to remember the names of these games. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a laundromat that has this one game with like 800 arcade games on it by Capcom. They're all Capcom games. Oh and yeah, it's got all of them. And you, I spent all my time. I didn't even play the game. I just went through all the different ones. I'm like, you got a fucking Willow game? Oh, oh wow. a Willow I arcade game. I forgot about that. Crazy. So who wants to go first? I, I guess I'll go first because I feel like I'm the least of an expert in this. All right, I'm gonna do this in order of my least to my best uh virtua cop 2 i put in there wow oh, there we're, ju- we're just so, doing, so that's your first because you know you, we you just, just do, do one, one at a time. time yeah yeah okay. so virtua cop i'm two. doing them in sort of a descend or ascending yeah. order so explain why virtua cop 2 is like the first gun game i remember playing and it was at one of the original dave and busters in uh philadelphia we went there we went there on a school trip, I remember, when I was in, like, first grade. And uh, this was, like, one of the first places. To a Dave that, and Buster's. Yes. Well, wow. I, I think our teachers thought it was just an arcade. And then we got there, and they realized that there's also adults in alcohol there. And they got fucked up. Yes. They, they actually did. And uh, and, and then that <laughs> nice. we, just an entire class of fifth graders fully unattended in an empty daytime arcade while teachers were getting drunk. It was like something out of a Danny McBride TV show. Like I'm into that. And I remember playing Virtua Cop 2, and I remember doing like this virtual reality thing where you had to run up steps. And I think that was the first time as a kid I was like, I don't want video games to involve exercise. Like they, they <laughs> oh, sure. it was like the it was like the kind of virtual reality where there was like a big circle around you and you had to wear like this backpack and around your waist. Oh, gee, that's what and, David like, Buster does. Thing, and you were just like, Oh god, this is can you just put a controller in my hand? Yeah. What are we doing? Dave and Buster's is always just like, oh, you want one regular game? Fuck you. Right. Yeah. Here's your project. Yeah. So it was, so I remember, but Virtual Cop 2, I remember like, oh, man, you could shoot things with guns in an arcade. And it was so superior to Duck Hunt, which was my only gun game before that. So that was, that one has a soft spot for me. Nice. nice. And I also don't ever remember there being a Virtua Cop. <laughs> and I remember being like, I feel like this game started at 2. Like the old oh. Street Fighter to Street Fighter Two uh, move. Yeah, yeah. Weird. That's fair enough. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with that game. The graphics are very blocky. It's awful, and it's it's this thing where whenever you show up, there's always these like it like zooms in the where you're supposed to shoot. Oh. It's, uh, it's clunky, but it, it it is it is one of those memorable games in that regard. Right. Of, it was clunky as hell. Yeah. And I remember being like, I remember the rationalization of that being like. It for we have to deal with this, like where it's just shapes, and then that's going to lead to really bitching graphics. Well, it felt like ga- a gateway video game where you're just like, guys, the good shit's coming. Like after this, it's going to be people. There's a game I that I almost threw on that that you would have loved, I think, which was Time Crisis Two. Yeah, I remember that. Is, game. Yeah, so like that, which is like a much more active version of that. Yeah, like, like the hiding. And but stuff. the clunk, yeah, but the clunkiness of Virtua Cop was, I think, part yeah. of the fun of it. There you go. 
All right, Jeff, what's I, your first pick? I will also invoke a a Dave and Buster's a Dave and Buster's special. Uh, it's relatively recent, but it's a port from an older game. It's the Star Wars Arcade Battle Pod. Now, Star Wars Arcade was a you used to be like you sit in one of the like you sit in a cabinet, uh-huh. and then you have the joystick, and you're flying an X wing, or you're on like a uh, you know you're in a T forty seven snowspeeder. Fun. The fucking battle pod is a fully immersive THX IMAX experience, basically, where wow. you're inside this pod. When you move, it moves. So it's basically like you are in a virtual. Like it's as close to VR without being a goggles VR experience. Wow. It's like a it's like a four D experience. Wow! It's fucking amazing. The sounds whoosh by you really well. It's so great. The only concern I have is it's not super cheap. It's like ten dollars yeah. a minute. It's like it's well, it's Dave and Buster's, so it's like two dollars and twenty five cents per play. Jeez! But it's fucking so worth it. It's so much fun. That's a lot. It's. You got to play it once, though. It's so yeah. crazy because, I mean, you sit in this full-on pod and, like, it even does, like, air whooshes and stuff at you. It's fucking amazing. It's so good. So good. So good. Yeah, I'm glad we narrowed this down to arcade games because there are so many, like, terrible graphic PC games that I grew up playing that I love, like Police Quest Oh like, yeah, yeah. Those, so the many, Sierra games. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. like so. But there's, so, but the, the, to me, like some of my my favorite games are some of the the gaudiest, like the worst looking. Well, games. I mean, that's but those but, were imagination the, based. Yeah, and yeah. That, and so for me, like getting into stuff that's super immersive like that, I, I it was like way after my time going to arcades. I feel like I need to go back and see how far it's all come. Yeah, but you know, it's funny with arcades because arcades have the sprite levels and everything where the, the graphics were always really good. I mean, yeah. all things considered, even the old stuff kind of looked all right. Yeah. I like that. How about you, Adam? What's your next one? My first pick, this is a sentimental favorite. It was always one of my favorite games in the arcade, which I my parents were in a bowling league when I was a kid, and nice. that bowling league was at Landmark Lane's which also had a huge movie theater and a gigantic it actually had two arcades. So every Jesus Tuesday, Christ. Yeah, every Tuesday night for about 5 years of my childhood, I was at the fucking arcade and it was magic. And one of my favorite games to play was Paperboy because I like does anyone remember Paperboy? Yeah, you get the you get the You handle, got the, the fucking handle. handlebars for one thing, which was fantastic because in a world of fucking knobs and buttons you were riding a bike you were uh, a cool kid doing cool things because you weren't just delivering papers the motherfuckers who didn't subscribe to your paper you got to break their goddamn windows and hit their dog with papers so he didn't come chasing you and it was uh I like the beating dog simulator of that yeah and i loved that <laughs> i love that every round started with a police report about some minor thing like neighbors complain about paperboy breaking windows. Meanwhile, every third house you drive by is firing cannons at you, and there's a dude in the yard literally chucking baseballs at a child. But the game always focuses on what you're up to. Right. And I just loved that. I always wanted to know what fucking city that kid was in. I like that the newspaper is publishing stories about its own employees <laughs> yeah exactly like, right their child employees yeah it, well, it, yeah if you lost it said uh paper boy fired it's like the news doesn't report on that 
But I just, I love... It, it used to, and those days was your best, <laughs> by got it. But among those really early arcade games, because that one came out pretty early. It came out in like... 1986. Yeah, 86. And oh. that's, you know, that's only four or five years into when arcades really started getting huge, which was early, like 81, 82, yeah, about something 19, like Yeah, 1980 is yeah. really when they consider the... And among those early games, I, it, I just thought it was the most entertaining. I thought it was the funniest. Was that Sega that did that or Taito? No, it wouldn't have been Sega because it ported directly to the NES. Yeah, but, I don't remember. But that was they they were really getting experimental around that time with games and it was really fun. Yeah. It was a really fun era. That uh the bike handles I read today were pulled off of there was a Star Wars game around that time and it was a modified version of the controller from that. There, oh. the, I remember there was there's a great one that not a lot of people remember, a Return of the Jedi one that had like a little kind of uh, a back and forth, and, and everything was really cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My dog just opened the door a little more. Yeah, she'll okay. do that. Good puppy. Josh, what's your next pick? The original Tekken. Nice. It was the Tekken. first It was the first game that I ever got competitive with people with at the, um, at the arcade. And I remember I was super young when it came out, and there were a bunch of, like, older teenagers, like, cool kids in my mind that... Uh, were, were sort of like gamble playing, and I was there with my older brother, and he was getting his ass kicked. And I stepped up, and I was like the wizard of Tekken. <laughs> who, was your, who was your character? Uh, Law. Was it Martial Law? Martial Law. Yes. And I just fucked all these. Bruce Lee. You were Bruce Lee. Yes. I <laughs> fucked these teenagers up for like 45 minutes straight, and we just, we had enough money to play arcade games for for like the entire day. Yeah, Tekken was always like I like Tekken for the legacy that came after it because yes. Tekken Tag Tournament for the PS2 was one of my most favorite games of all time in college. We used to play like tournaments of it. Yeah. And you just spend all this time studying how to do the moves. That was like. the first time I also realized that people gambled at arcades. I had no idea that there was like this subculture of like gambling for it was like it was like cockfighting but digitally. Yeah, and I was just like I was I felt awesome. It was like the it was literally like the week that game came out. Yeah. And I just was like a just a weird um savant at it. I just somehow figured it out really quickly. Yeah, I was I was always really bad at Tekken, but I fucking loved playing it. I was always a button masher type on like uh, I wasn't yeah, going to go tough. figure out how to play a cabinet arcade game well. well like well, how would you even do that? Tekken you know, the thing about Tekken 2 is it's a strategy-based fighting game that they never, they didn't really have before that. Like, right. Like Street Fighter 2 and, and even Mortal Kombat, they're, they're, like there was no sidestepping. It was very 2D. Tekken introduced really, Tekken and Virtual Fighter brought 3D fighting into the mainstream. Yes. And that's yeah. so amazingly important. Think about now. Imagine a fighting game. Well, actually, I'm kicking myself in the foot because I'm about to say one, but... <laughs> But it's only 2D, but... Yeah. And those were fun, but yeah, that was a big thing about Tekken. was like, oh, shit, I can move I can move in depth as well. Well, like, the, the cool part about that is the throws, and yes. then your sidesteps led to different throws. Yeah. And some, like if you throw somebody from behind, it was such a more violent move. Yeah. Like it hurt them more. That yeah. was a really cool aspect of it. It was yeah. deep. That's a good pick. All right. Jeff, I'm what do you got I'm next? Jumping, uh, I'm jumping into my, my 2D fight. I was like talking shit on 2D fighters, and then I remembered, oh, yeah. There is a series, a series of games 
that sort of fall into this. And this is uh, probably, I'd say, the best 2D fighter of all time. And that's Marvel versus Capcom 2. Uh, your options are very like it start this tag team mix started with X-Men versus Street Fighter and then they went to you know SNK and Capcom and, and yeah. Marvel and Capcom. Marvel versus Capcom 2 is so deep as far as its roster is concerned, so rich, you can really have a lot of fun with the teams that you work with. Yeah, that was cool. It holds up amazingly well. It is still considered one of the most popular arcade games in the world today. Like it still generates a massive amount of revenue. It's one of the highest selling downloadable games for like Xbox, PS, uh, and PlayStation like that. It it ported it over perfectly, but it, it also in enri- it uses everything that Capcom has to offer. All the great sort of like the Street Fighter characters, the Darkstalker characters, characters like Mega Man and in that universe. And then you also add all these Marvel and X-Men characters. And then they tried to, you know, the sequels uh, like Marvel vs. Capcom 3, etc. Fucking trash. Like they, they just don't hold up. Nobody really. They were like, why would you ever take what you had and make it worse? Marvel vs. Capcom 2 fucking holds up so well. It's such a perfect game. I feel like the new fighting games are very reminiscent of that, too. Like, what is it? Injustice, which is like all the DC. It's like a DC characters fighting game. There's a lot of that now. Like, Injustice builds itself off of the the new Mortal Kombat engine, which Mm -hmm. is sort of like the... It's almost... They didn't really do much to like to update it so much as to keep it a lot more two D with a little bit more like they pulled away away from like the po- polygonal like kind of like sloppy three D stuff like yeah, the, the lawnmower see. man fighting games yes, that we grew yes. up with. But god damn it, it plays like a perfectly interactive. My second cartoon. favorite Jeff, by the way, is Fahey. John. <laughs> John Fahey or Jeff Fahey? Do I know Jeff Fahey? Who's He's Jeff Fahey? The actor in Lawnmower Man. Oh! And, and in body parts. There it is. Yeah. There well, it is. he's my second favorite, Fahey. I like John Fahey. John wow. Fahey. Oh. But yeah, so Marvel versus Capcom 2, it's a <laughs> flawless fighting game. It's a, like, it's, you can team up a Lego guy and Omega Red as like a team. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said Lawnmower Man. And I was like, yeah, that was what original virtual reality was like. Yeah. It was so powerful that a retarded man could become the internet. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Exactly. They're like, just put on this suit and get inside of this thing that looks like the logo for medicine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So my next pick. Great pick, by the way. This, this is a game I also played a shit ton as a child. I was always really attracted to games where you kind of played as kind of the bad guy and you were the bad guy doing bad things. And I think my favorite game in that respect is Rampage. Damn right it is. Which I fucking, I didn't know this until literally today. I did know that every, the first city you destroy in Rampage, which is a game where you play as the monster and you're trying to literally destroy buildings, probably with people in them. You're fucking destroying lives. Because you can eat the people. Yeah, you can. That's right. You can eat the people and the toasters. <laughs> you're, you're wrecking infrastructure. You're doing a lot of fucking damage, and it's so much fun. I didn't realize. I did realize that the first city you destroy is Peoria, Illinois. I grew up because it's so easy to destroy that city because <laughs> because it's got to mostly it already, yeah. destroyed already. <laughs> <laughs> but I because I lived in Peoria, Illinois, and I tend to overthink things. I just thought. 
oh, cool. So wherever you live, that's the first city you destroy. So like if you were in Chicago, this would say Chicago and you would start there. But no, it just started in Peoria and thumbs up for that because that's where I'm from. And it's a great game. It's such a fun game. <clears throat> they, there is a movie. There is a Rampage movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson in production right now. I like that. Right? I like that. Uh, the, the wolf character is the character that Wreck-It Ralph. That's where he gets his name from. You know what's a bummer, too, is uh, he wasn't ported onto the NES version yeah, of that Yeah, there game. were only two on the a, NES Lizzie version. Lizzie and, oh. uh, and I forget what the other one is. Yeah, one was a dinosaur and the other one was a Yeah, li- uh, Lizzie was the Godzilla character. Yeah, Lizzie was, was like the, a Kong. Yeah, King there Kong was a... You know what's great about Rampage is that that's a game that the programmers clearly had a fun time making because you can see all the little Easter eggs they put in. Little trolley cars come down. You can punch the trolley yeah. cars and they take off. Little, you know, like you eat the people that are in the shower. You eat a toaster and you electrocute yourself and it's fall so down. It's so violent. It's it's really great. Your friend, it, when your friend shrinks down to a person and walks away all embarrassed and naked, you can eat them. <laughs> yes. Like yes. how fucking great is that? Yeah, it was a fun game. Yeah, I loved Rampage. So that's my second pick. It's good stuff. Josh, what do you got next? This one was huge for me. I had a hard time not putting this number one, but the Simpsons arcade game there it is. was, uh, I thought, one of the best. And and I was trying to remember like what was so appealing about that game. And I correct me if I'm wrong about this. I think it was the first uh, arcade game where there were four or five players at a time. Ninja Turtles started that engine. Okay. And to be fair, Gauntlet actually... If you look at where it went back, Gauntlet hit that oh, in nineteen. 19- Gauntlet, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot about that. Gauntlet's overrated. Uh, Agreed. Yeah, I never played it. Yeah, but I used to. But I remember this game like when it showed up at our arcade. It was like front and center, fucking right in the middle, and it was like a twenty-five minute wait to play on this yep. game. And it was the Simpsons video game to me was so immersive because it was like so many characters that you remembered and. It was the first sort of like licensed game where uh, it made you enjoy the other characters and the thing. Like I remember like being Marge and swinging a fucking vacuum, vacuum cleaner, cleaner yeah. which, by the way, in hindsight is quite sexist, but amazing <laughs> uh, that you're just, a, you know, Marge fighting people with a fucking vacuum cleaner. Like it's fair. Yeah. But I, and I remember it was so, so much fun. I really want to play that new South Park game. Because it feels reminiscent of of The Simpsons. What, what's really great about The Simpsons is it took the TMNT engine that had come out uh, about two years prior, mm-hmm. which was was pretty good in of itself. And then it added a co-op bonus where you could team up yeah. with one of your partners for an attack, which was really cool. It's a pretty basic... It's, it's the same sort of like that... S- sort of side scrolling, but it's a side scrolling kind of platformer that you move your way through. Yeah. But it did it very cleverly. It has little bonus games at the end of each level. It's it's fun. And I remember it being the first like super social game in that there was like four or five people sitting at it at a time, and so you know you're just uh, you're making friends. It's a much more immersive experience. It's not so head to head. It just was. F- it was super fun. Yeah. I I've, I probably unload. I remember like one of my most exciting times was a, a trip to the arcade where I had a ten dollar bill and I filled my pockets with quarters and put them all in the Simpsons arcade game and I almost beat it with another kid. I think we did we did we beat it? I don't know. But we got we got pretty dollars. We got pretty fucking far in it, which is crazy to think now. Video games now are like 
you know, five days worth of playtime to beat them. And, you know, you could beat an arcade game in an hour and a half, if that. Yeah. Yeah, it only costs you 17 bucks to do it. Yeah, yeah. but which is actually, <laughs> but you think about it, what are it's video cheaper games than buying a video game. 70, yeah. 70 bucks yeah. to play a video game now. Yeah, that's a good pick. I was getting distracted because I forgot about something about Paperboy. The, the, at the end of each round, the obstacle course. they had an obstacle course. So it's like they built a fucking bitchin' bicycle ramp for you. But then they, it's like they were just luring kids there to kill them with fucking cannons and shit. Well, it was into yeah. a construction area. Yeah. You'd, you'd go through like a fenced off construction area with God, ramps. That, God, that game. Jeff, what's your next pick? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to basically piggyback off of Josh's side-scrolling platformer, and I'm going to do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. The original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game really is kind of overrated but turtles in time took that and really kind of spread it out the 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 backgrounds and the levels are very lush there's uh they added moves that you could do where you could fucking grab the guys and you could slam them to each side you'd like kind of like judo flip them around there's one move where you could actually throw foot soldiers at the fucking screen and at some point in time you actually have to fight a character and the video screen is from the perspective, and the only way to beat the character is to throw fucking foot soldiers at the screen. Oh yeah, and I they remember smash that game. Into it. I remember that game. Now. It's so great. Like y- you had, they really, really. Could you play as Bebop and Rocksteady in that game? No, no, no. You, you played as the turtles. One. That you played as the turtles, but like you would fight people like fucking Leatherhead. Like Leatherhead, you'd fight in on the train and shit. It's so fucking good. Who's like, Sonatello? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> What you get out of Turtles in Time is the sort of immersive uh, four-player platformer that you would get with The Simpsons. Yeah. But it, it took an extra year or two to really sort of develop itself better. The 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 graphics are a lot better, but the, the level structures are really fantastic and creative. Uh, and then past that, it ported to the Super Nintendo perfectly. And, and I know that's, but that that's sort of like most people think of that game as a straight to the Super Nintendo, when in reality it was a dominant arcade game for that very specific reason. Everybody thinks back of arcade games and they always think of the original Ninja Turtles, which is like mm, whatever. Yeah, uh, but Turtles in Times is fucking so much better. Nice. That is a good pick. Thank you. This is making me want to like get some friends together and rent out one of these arcade bars for a night. Yeah. Let's, and I say rent it out because I don't want to fucking I don't want to be around people well, I don't know and like. I ran into Tony Hawk at eighty two. That was let's yeah. just let's book a show in Kansas City. Mm. That venue we do in that, Kansas yeah, City. We have great. a we have a venue that's fantastic in Kansas City. Is it the and one I did? Yes, was it, I think so. Was, was like, it the yeah. arcade? I don't know if there's an Oh no 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 no, 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 no. that no no you're thinking of the first venue we did in Kansas City which is a dive bar. Yeah, it's a fun place. Yeah, but yeah, that place is great too. Yeah. But there's a there's a arcade in Kansas City that we did a show at last year and they have like a, a movie theater type area in the back that you use for your show and then when you come out fucking arcade. I played the Return of the I beat the Return of the Jedi game on that. Yeah. Yeah. It was good times. Anyway, that was a tangent. Thank you. My next pick. This, I don't know, this might be controversial because it's a game I don't play. And you can tell that because I'm still fat. And that game. That does not apply to this game. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose that's true. That really does not apply to this game. I've seen seen some husky ones really get at it. It seems to be exclusive. Dance Dance Revolution. Listen, this to me was the first time I ever saw Asian guys do something that got them pussy. Well, 
in what about public. martial arts? Well, no, I mean, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, <laughs> but I just remember being in an arcade and seeing an, this Asian dude be unbeatable at this game. Well, that's that's why. And, and then he like it was like an 80s movie where he, I swear he walked off with two women, one on each <laughs> arm. It was like. That's that's what I like about it because it's the first game that at least that I can remember where just watching someone play it could also be very entertaining. Fun, yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Because if someone is just good at a game, especially if they're playing a cabinet game, they're just going to be hunched over at fucking hitting buttons. But if you're really good at Dance Dance Revolution and you show up at an arcade, that's like a motherfucker who's like a, a really great guitar player just showing up and shredding that's at the like, guitar store. That's like Tom Brady went out for jeans and decided to walk <laughs> yeah. in and walk into like a sports memorabilia shop and was just like, what do you got? Like someone who's yeah, really good at it is gracing you with their presence. I, yeah. It's I, so I, fun to watch. I saw a dude do a spin kick in the right? middle <laughs> of his Dance Dance Revolution thing. I saw him stop in the middle and then like, because you know how there's the bars, there's handrails. Yeah. And he like did a split on the handrails and went back down. And like everybody's like losing their fucking minds. <laughs> right? yeah. And that was back when I was much more focused on me playing Final Fight. Right. Or whatever. But holy shit, just the sheer physical skill. Th this was yeah. our generation's American Ninja Warrior, by the way. I remember watching that <laughs> and just being like I remember watching that and just being like, oh, video games are leaving me behind. Like I will no oh, yeah. longer. I mean, I, I will no longer do this. I I could tell the minute I saw it that I would have to have like pre-instruction just to approach the ar arcade version. So I never fucked with it. But goddamn, do I respect the shit out of someone who's really good at Dance Dance Revolution? And somebody on the chat did just say they were an Indian person and they did get DDR pussy. They of did course. get laid of course. from Dance right. Dance Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's an interesting thing. I worked at uh, Toys R Us in the R Zone in the video games <laughs> when DDR was homeported around 2004. Oh, yeah. with, the, with the mat, with the rollout yeah. mat. Ugh. And here's the thing that happened is we used to get a lot of people that wanted to play the home port that were heavier and they were fucking up their PlayStations. Oh, shit. And they were knocking shit over because they were getting so into it on the home port because you would just have a mat. Yeah. It was the same as it was <laughs> with the old NES mats. Right. And holy shit, that game wrecked so many houses just yeah, by having I can imagine. so many people like stomping around yeah i mean that even happened with the wii when it first came out people oh, yeah. like wouldn't use the wrist strap and they just throw, throw shit through a window oh, i remember yeah. that through so, their, or their tvs yeah. Yeah. yeah that was the big one but there were another one cool thing about it, if you look there are a bunch of stories of people who just like started playing dance dance revolution every day and fucking lost lost like 80 pounds 80 shit, pounds yeah. 100 pounds yeah so it had i'm sweating thinking about it yeah i mean <laughs> i'm thinking is that what you're attributing it to <laughs> Sure. What's, it's that or the pizza I had for breakfast. <laughs> so that's my pick. Dance, dance, revolution. Josh, what do you one. got next? Th these last two are super nostalgic for me. Uh, the X-Men video game. Uh, I, was, I was a huge X-Men nut, and the idea that I could play as well. Like, I, I didn't know about cosplay. The closest I got to being those characters when I was a kid was maybe putting on a Halloween costume. So when I walked into the arcade and saw that there was an X-Men arcade game, and not only that, but I felt like it was one of the first video games that had 
an expansive character list. Like you could play as characters that weren't the main. Like most character games back then had like four people you could pick, and that one was like, oh, I could even be Colossus. Well, Who the, the fuck would be Colossus? Well, it's funny because there's two different cabinets for that. There's the four player and the six player cabinet. Yeah, and the six player cabinet was two fucking screens, and that was unheard of. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, the reason you had all those obs- kind of obscure characters, I could play Gambit. It was a direct uh, transition of well, Gambit wasn't in that because that was, was um, Pride of the X Men was a cartoon that they were trying to sell and they oh. used that animation and they used that sort of storyline. That's why you had to like was rescue Nightcrawler I played. You as? could play as Nightcrawler, yeah, Colossus, Nightcrawler. Dazzler, Storm, Wolverine, Cyclops. What the Cyclops. fuck is Dazzler? Dazzler converts light to energy. I mean converts sound uh, to light and that light energy is fantastic. Okay. But it's great. It's a it's a it's a, a really really well done and it actually works on that Ninja Turtles and and Simpsons engine. Yeah, so you could tell I had a very Common theme through the kind of games that I I liked, yeah. Uh, just those kind of side scrolling, but it was cool. That you know, fight games. Their specials were also different. Yeah, that was what was dope. And you wanted to play as different characters just to see the moves. Yeah, just to see what they could do. And you'd fight all the different, like knocking over Blob and then punching him in the fucking face. I remember fighting Juggernaut in that game, and it was just like with impo- a rocket launcher, impossible. <laughs> Juggernaut, this unstoppable brute, happens to have a rocket launcher for some reason. <laughs> Nobody knows why. I always thought his head was the shape of that helmet. Yeah, for like right. the longest oh. time, I was just like, when you take that helmet off, his head is always like a Humpty Dumpty head. And then right. I remember watching the X Men movie with Vinnie Jones as Juggernaut. And I remember being like, oh, that guy probably did have a normal size head underneath that helmet. <laughs> what a turd of a movie that was. Jeff, what's your next pick? All right. I am going to uh, pick a game that I fucking adore. Uh, it is a game that I cannot beat uh, Quincy Johnson in no matter how many times I try. Uh-oh. Skipping out on child support? <laughs> Oh my I'm, God. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. That's horrible. <laughs> it just came. To, it just came. It just came to me. You know we're live streaming this, right? No, I can't undo watching. that one. Uh, we'll I, put, hope, I hope that's not real. How, I was just making a racial. How joke. dare you get racial about this? Anyway, it's NBA Jam. <laughs> Uh, oh my god so i was pretty close i was pretty close nba jam (laughs) nba jam is great it's a great way that you and your boy can play against two other guys like you can play again you can compete yeah it's a it's a four-player game that can compete against each other like how fucking great is that it's not just a fighting game where it's one-on-one it's two-on-two you and your best friend going up against someone else and their best friend you get to play as fucking isaiah thomas fucking buckets you can play i mean carl malone yeah oh malone malone and and fucking john stock yeah and the white one there it is basketball uh but like it was such a great and wonderful game and it was always the whole thing like like it wasn't like a if you lose you have to continue you just paid per quarter per yeah you paid a quarter per quarter of game so like it's a dollar to play a whole game it's great to make revenue but it's also you never leave feeling like you got cheated right like it's like a pretty good deal it's fun the most i was ever into basketball as a kid by the way was nba jam nba jam so great i mean so so much fun and it it, it still holds up and and everything and i'm not going to go into like oh the terminal edition is great because you can pick three it's just fucking nba jam is great it's yeah. so good it's so much fun it's still 1000 percent fun yeah like you can't avoid how much fun that game is and nobody who's ever played it was like i didn't like that game no yeah if you don't like nba jam fuck you oh it's so good is 
is that the one where on the home version you could play as Bill Clinton? Yeah, you could. I you could play as the fucking Beastie Boys. It yep. was amazing. Yeah. yeah, I had. I remember. I had. I just remembered. I had one of these. What was the handheld Sega? A Nomad or a Game Gear? Game Gear. Yeah, I, had a I game, don't. I had a Game Gear. I don't know where I would have gotten that, but I guarantee I didn't purchase it in a store. But for a while, I had a, I a game, game Gear, and I had NBA Jam on that. I used to play MLB yeah. on Game Gear. That was uh, a fun ass handheld. Yeah, it was. I just had a. Game That's Boy. the only handheld I ever mm-hmm. owned. Well, I had a Game Boy, and then I had the. the game I had Gear. a Game Boy too that I eventually uh, I traded. I got that. I traded the person for a, a pair of red and white Jordans. That's Which is kind deal. of like NBA. yeah, it was a decent trade. Kind of like still NBA have those? That's a lot of money. No, I gave him the Jordans. I got the Game Boy. Oh. I was done with them, baby. I guess that's still I had worn even, them for yeah, a whole still... school year. Oh, they were a year old Jordans? <laughs> yeah. What a dumb. Yeah. <laughs> what a they were dumb. red and whites? Were those Jordan 1s? No, they were the 4s, I believe. They were nice. They were the ones the with like the suede kind of leather to you clean them. those up real good, those are worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah, but I don't have them anymore. And that guy's name was Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> He's still wearing them. Yeah. He's uh, like, I actually pawned these for my for my first business. So yeah, NBA Jam. That's NBA a good pick. Jam. Great game. That is a good pick. My next pick. This is controversial. Maybe I don't know. I actually I enjoy. And by this. the way, a no. one eighty from NBA Jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, it really is. I don't think this is controversial at all. This makes a hundred percent sense. I think in its genre, it's the best, and that is golf games, and that's Golden Tee. Yeah. Which holy shit is is there a more successful arcade game than That's, Golden Tee? That, that is the Dance Dance Revolution for fat old men. Yeah, kind of, kind of. It. Well, it was the first Dance Dance Revolution you could play with a beer in your hand. Yeah, yeah. It's the first game. I'm sure. I know there were tons before this, but it's the first game I remember. Uh, seeing people just at bars show up for tournaments, yeah, for yeah. actual money. Well, you also have you, you have a there's a national data uh, there's like a full database of your information, so you can right. like have that, and it's it's it goes to like a ma- it's not just on the fucking machine, right? It's for it's it's, it's kind of like yeah. those trivia games at Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings where you're basically competing with a network oh, of places, N- the NTN network. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it um. I've, yeah. I, I've eaten enough chicken to know <laughs> to know the company that makes the boxes. But you're right, though. That's that. I mean, that game. It it was the yeah, middle aged people's phenomenon. Yeah, like, it was it, so accessible. Yeah. Like it was in every fucking bar, and they still like they make a new version of it every year. They have since the fucking nineties. And you know what? They trackball technology had been around forever, right? And they were just like. Let's do a golf game with this. Yeah, they like, had. That's it. Like, they had used it in bowling. A, yeah, a bowling yeah. game before. And Marble Madness. Ah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I, because I, I remember, like, oh, somebody. I remember seeing Golden Tee the first time. I was like, oh, somebody made that bowling game more boring. Yeah, how's that yeah. possible? Well, that's. I I used to love that bowling. Game I loved it too. When I, was yeah. a kid. But like, I also loved bowling. Why don't we do these things? <laughs> I know. Yeah, we should. We will. Yeah, we. No, we We're gonna do this like <laughs> one time and then never talk to each other again. <laughs> Um, Somebody's going to be secret amazing at bowling, and then we're going to hate that person. And but be friends. one of the things about Golden Tee, too, is it was first designed to be like an actual golf simulator, like in your house. Like you had a fucking net up and you fucking swung an actual golf ball. So it's all 
meant to be very realistic. And they just, when they abandoned that, they just shrunk it down and put it in a cabinet. So yeah. it's it's a very realistic golf game. And it's, it's smart. Yeah. It's a smart move. Yeah. And uh, it certainly, I respect the shit out of it. it. I barely ever play it, but it's it's fun when I do. It certainly created that sort of new revenue stream in bars where people were going to bars to play Golden Tee. And that was later, you know, like Big Game Hunter and Big Buck Hunter and stuff like that. Like that. Yeah. They, they took that note. But you wouldn't have had those in bars if it wasn't for. Yeah. Fucking Golden Tee. Yeah. It's certainly of the modern arcade renaissance. It's one of the more important games. Yeah. It deserves to be on here. Even if I think it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's not my favorite game, but yeah, I respect it. Honorable mention. We had a nice little sidebar conversation about Big Buck Hunter and everything that's wrong about people that play that. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, fuck that game. All right, Josh, what's last your one? last pick? Uh, this one's definitely emotional and nostalgic. I got to go with Double Dragon. Oh yeah, there it is. I mean, and and it's going to sound like the dumbest thing ever, but I feel like the music was one of the reasons why it was so addictive. Yeah, like I remember just playing it, and it and it would just it would hook you. And I, I remember they had it at a pizza place in my neighborhood and I would go in there and my pizza would be cold because I would not want to stop playing Double Dragon to yeah. go eat my food. I always love the opening of Double Dragon because it's these two brothers, girlfriend, <laughs> singular, hanging out with a gang of street toughs. And then one of them just decides to drill her in the stomach and drag her away. Yeah. Like that, they really, <laughs> that whole setup is just like, and then they come out of their garage. Yes. Ready to fight. Yeah, that's where you prepare for fights. <laughs> two seconds later, they come out like, like, what were these brothers doing? Why did these two brothers have one girlfriend? First of all, I think that's maybe the best part of the whole goddamn story was but that how fuck two men can share a woman. How fuck? fucking progressive but until, how, the, how, until the stomach the first, punch the first pro poly game <laughs> how how terrified were you the first time you had to fight a bobo oh god when you first see him. i believe i yeah. blame i blame any racist ideas in my head on against on that. green mr t's with them. yes <laughs> i was like well this is a this is the proof people of color are evil look they're the they're the bad guys especially <laughs> especially you were ones. looking for proof of that <laughs> This but, game, but but I it was super addictive, and and I I swear that this game started my love of martial arts. I played this game in an arcade. I was like, "What's this? What's th you throw you throw your feet at people? What's that?" And so it got me into martial arts movies, and then that got me into doing Double Dragon. Did huh? got me into doing martial arts. It got me into watching it. So like, it, it's a big part of my interest in combat sports came from Double beating Dragon. up men with dynamite throwing at you. <laughs> climbing fences i um yeah i Wait, love wasn't it the first game with nunchucks in it too no that right. one uh in the nes port you could have yeah, yeah, you, the, there were the, nunchucks yeah. but only in the 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 fighting game version of that uh i play i beat that game with my brother we had always wanted to and we were on vacation one time and our parents like they quartered us up and we were fine and at the end <laughs> quartered us up at the end fuck you have to kill your partner you have to Beat yeah. your partner to death. Yeah. That's grim. Ugh. Very grim. Pretty great turn, by the way. Pretty great heel turn. Yeah, you have to. She's like, like how, like, if me and my brother had to fight over a woman, if she's like, thanks for saving me from this machine gun guy, uh, but only one of you can have me, I'd be like, we're going to abandon you in this cave. Also, though, is there a better metaphor for the way life really works? You think you get all the way to the end, and then the woman goes, 
now kill kill each other for me? And you, well, why are we letting her call the shots? Are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> fine. I'm just saying. You want to talk about? I'm just saying. That, I'm just saying. On? The game is on the nose. A little on the nose. That's your good. That's a good classic arcade game pick. Like that's your. Yeah, that's like like some people is like uh, Galaga. Some people is like Pac Man, Miss Pac Man. Like those are those clat. Uh, what was the um? What the fuck was the space one? Space Invaders. Space Invaders. Yeah, no, but I thought there was another. It there's was like plenty. A, 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 oh, Asteroid. Like oh, there, yeah. there's those, those clat. Yeah, what, but I'm saying like some people like those super Donkey Kong. Yeah. Some people love those super nostalgic games. For me, it was uh, Double Dragon. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, it's that it's that that next generation that came in. Well, I was yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. For me, I'm going to go with a classic one, and I try to diversify all my picks. I try to be, go like different types, and so this one I went for like, what's my classic game that I want? Yeah, and I was sort of wavering off between two, and I'm settling on Burger Time, baby. Yeah, Burger I, Time. I, I was, I was like, that's a good call. Burger that's Time, that's a great pick. Also, such a fucking fat kid pick. But I was glad it was you. And <laughs> you know what's me. funny? I never played Burger Time until a couple years ago. I played Burger Time this morning when <laughs> when Quincy and I used to go to 82 all the time. We played the shit out of that game. It it Burger Time is if Donkey Kong was good. Yeah. Like Donkey yes. Kong Donkey Kong's crazy overrated for what it is. It's yeah. super popular at the time when you didn't have anything and that's great. But you look at what Burger Time did with the idea of sort of like the avo- avoiding and like being able to attack, but then also like the just setting up. It's so fucking unique. Like the idea, like Video games were so exploratory at that time, where now it's just. It like, was like the concept that anything could be a video game. Well, a which lot was of exciting. It, a lot of it. What we, what we, what you'll notice we did. It's like play the play the sport or beat up the bad guys. Yeah. And back in in the late seventies and early eighties, it was fucking insane the shit you could do. And Burger Time to me, the whole setup is crazy, but the strategy of Burger Time is so intense like there's so many different things you can do you yeah can trap them on the bun and you can almost get it out and then you can just move at the last minute and then it collapses and the weight of the other guys yeah on top of it collapses it even more so you can complete an entire yeah. burger if you trap people on top of it that's so fucking brilliant like it's so insanely good and of the classic games like Pac-Man's repetitive. Ms. Pac-Man's a lot better than that. But yeah. Like, Donkey Kong oh. is just four levels over and over and over again. But Burger Time holds on to this sort of freshness of being difficult and challenging without being repetitive. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's the most underrated classic arcade game. Yeah. I I had Donkey Kong on my list, and I played them both today. And I knew you were picking Burger Time. And I was like, no, this... Burger Time is so much better. Yeah, uh, you'd only pick Bur- uh, Donkey Kong because it's famous. Like that's really yeah, why. Yeah, and yeah. it like it's kind of spawned Mario, but yeah, but but the real Mario games were right. So much, you know. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Burger Time was that was one of my favorites. So good. Yeah, the burgers are a lot less realistic than I remember going back and playing it. That's a very thick today. cut tomato. Yeah. I like it. Is it an egg burger in the second level? Yeah. There's egg burgers at one point. That's a fun game. That's fucking love. It's really, and like when you throw the pepper in their face to like like freeze them so you can run by them, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. All right. Quincy and I would go to play pinball and then we'd be like, want to get some burger time? You got to do your final one now. Yeah. 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 No, I know. All right. So my last pick. Just name dropped by Josh. I, yeah, I didn't, didn't do it intentionally. 
for me, the among the the classic video games, I think the best will always be Galaga. I fucking love Galaga. I will, if you invite me to your town, I will find your Galaga machine and I will dominate your Galaga machine. I feel like it took all of the elements from those really early space games like uh, Defender and Missile Command, which I fucking loved, Space Invaders, Asteroids, all that shit, and just combine them all in the best way possible possible yeah and how fucking thrilling was it the first time you realized you could get captured on purpose and then play as two fighters at once did you do that or were you a one fighter guy i was always a two fighter guy because if nothing else being a two fighter guy helps you in those bonus rounds where they start just where you're just shooting aliens for sport you both love it you're shooting them they're flying at you it's what you both want it's it's very satisfying. It's what you both want. <laughs> I fucking I love Galaga so much. I will still if I'm near a Galaga machine and I have a quarter, I will throw it in and play. I had to double check. Galaga's a sequel. It's uh, actually a part two. It's Galaxian two, and I had to remember what the oh, game was. Yeah. I had to Google it. I remember Galaxian, but Galaxian was fine. But Galaga blew up. Yeah, like it blew up the like it. It was back when arcades couldn't do wrong. Right. And Space Invaders, if you look at like an old Space Invaders machine, they're they're kind of bullshit. They're not great. Right. Galaga holds up so strong. Yeah. And the, you know what it is too? I feel it's, like you're like the Rick from Pawn Stars for arcade games right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going to have a TV show where I was basically that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. like, but not just arcade games. No, but it, all this nerdy shit. Uh, but it's so good. Galaga holds up. <laughs> Actually, Gatlin guns were first introduced in 17... 17- That's what it feels like right uh, now. A lot of it is the use of color. Yeah. And that holds up because it's so bright, and it was at a time when sort yeah. of like you needed that because games were starting to lose the, the luster for a short time, and then they blew up again. And they, they nailed those characters in such a way that they don't really ever need to be updated. Like they were so unique that even like the the more crude kind of aliens, they still look cool. Yeah. And even today, it's like I would be that's the kind of thing where if they and I'm sure they did it at some point, but if they made like a really updated and cool version of Galaga, I'd be like, fuck this. I don't need this. They well, they have. They've done it many yeah, times. Yeah, I think. The thing about Galaga, and I call it the Tetris effect, which is it's so simple. Yeah. And yet it holds up so well. Yeah. That like, who cares? Yeah. It's yeah. so good. I fucking love it. It's great. So that is my last pick. There it is. It's time to start cutting shit. There it is. Yeah, this is going to be tough. All right. Josh, what are you cutting first? I guess I'd cut one of my own. I'd cut Virtua Cop 2. Oh, really? Cutting your own? Yeah. Cutting your own? Yeah. Why? Well, because you? so many. I mean, the only other one I could cut is Battle Pod, only because I've never played it. But that seems like a shitty move. But if I was eliminating one of my own, by by comparison, you look at just the timelessness of some of these games. Like you. Can't. This is a crazy strong list. Yeah, and there, look at the <clears> stuff <throat> that's off this list too. And I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, I mean, to me, like you could pull, you could cut this down to say like okay we have a lot of games that are similar so like turtles in time the simpsons x-men there's one of those that's probably the 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 best 
of yeah. those three, and we could debate that. With like gun games and stuff, we could probably debate like what's the best gun game. But but I feel like if you're gonna do that, you could almost break this list down into like auxiliary peripherals. So it'd be like Virtua Cop. Golden Tea, you could, I guess, maybe include Dance Dance Revolution in that. Then you could say, okay, if we're going to do fighters, there's a few of those. If you're going to do multiplayer, and then if you're going to do classics, you could kind of break it down that way and say, okay, of those, what do we think is the best? But yeah, I don't know. And then if it comes down to like peripherals, I'd have to say Dance Dance Revolution and Golden Tea would both beat out Virtua Cop. So uh, is that your pick? Yeah, that's what I would pick. Cutting his own. Yeah. Wow. That's unprecedented. I think what Jen Murrow tried to do that, and we Carrie, talked her out of it. <clears throat> Carrie Martin did it twice in the same episode. She cut two of her own. It's pretty. But some of these are undebatable. That's pretty sad. Boo. But some of these are undebatable. <laughs> like you know, again, like I said, if you're going off based off peripherals, you can't compare Virtua Cop to or to uh, Dance Dance Revolution. What, what I'm, what is that? I'm, I'm actually because I like I was thinking the same way you are, which is what, where they fall into that same thing. And there are three games that fall into the same basic idea of like it's a side scroller that kind of moves a little bit across the screen, and you can explore. And that's The Simpsons, X Men, Turtles, Turtles in Time. Time. I put Turtles in Time over them. No. <laughs> X-Men's good and, and, and really unique, and The Simpsons, uh, it just doesn't hold up the same way. I've played it recently, and it's like, it's all right, but it's it's mostly just a side-scrolling beat-em-up. It's just, yes. a, it's it's not super creative as a beat-em-up. So I, I, I got to pull The Simpsons. No! Sorry. I think that's, ah. I think that's, now I'm coming for blood. It'll probably get, kill all Jeff's bullshit. I'm guessing The Simpsons is going to get saved, so don't worry about that. I don't know. This is, I mean, this is hard. I, just because I, everyone was really enthusiastic about the battle pod, so I don't want to cut that. I think this sounds really weird, but but, no. Fuck. It's so good. Yeah. This is so hard. I am going to cut, I'm going to cut Marvel versus Capcom. Fuck. Well, yeah, because it's not the superior fighter. Just name recognition well, it's, too. It's just, I mean, but see, which is weird. Saying, "Hey, the Marvel well, versus Capcom doesn't have the name recognition." The right name recognition for that would be the best version of Street Fighter Two that exists. Yeah, that's what that. I that's what Marvel versus Capcom Two like is. Street Fighter Alpha more, but okay. Do you ever play Marvel versus Capcom Two? Yeah, it's so much better than Street Fighter Alpha. Josh, what do you cut next? Mm, do you, did you cut anything already? I did. I oh. just cut uh, Marvel versus Capcom Deuce. I'm going to cut. It hurts my heart. I think if we're talking like head-to-head competition, well, I would cut Golden Tee. Okay. That's an interesting pick. Jeff. Oh, God. This is so hard. Adam, I'm, I'm juggling two of yours. You? <laughs> Not the first time you've said that, my friend. <laughs> up top. Up top. Up top. Ah, that's a gay joke from the <laughs> 80s. Uh I'm debating between Paperboy and Rampage. Oh, cut Paperboy. I'm thinking what about are I was you thinking, doing? I'm gonna go, I'll pull Paperboy. Well, the thing about Rampage is... Like, Ramp- I was looking at this list and thinking I would probably cut. That's why I said yeah. Golden Tee was an interesting pick, because I think I would cut Paperboy, I think I, but I'm not going to That was where I was going. Own. The only thing that Rampage was even tempting me with is it's 129 levels. That's dope. It's, that's just a, that's a money sucker. And you know what happens but when you, you get to the end of those levels? Just starts 
Starts at day one like again. That to me is like that fucking. That's a fucking working man's yep. video game right there. You get your money's worth. Well, that's like when and they the game talk could about be called "Fuck You Kids." <laughs> that's like when they interview the guy from Noah's Arcade in Wayne's World. Yes. He's like, the thing is, you can't find the gelatinous blob, <laughs> and it's like that. Like you can't beat the fucking game. I'll pull paper boy. Yeah. All right. So my is this the last cut? It Yours is. This right? is the last cut. Yeah. I mean, you highlighted Tekken. You might as well just. <laughs> How do you gonna pull Tekken? It's an iconic fighting game. You yeah. see the Tekken movies, by the way? No. Trash. Why would I watch that shit? I feel like you got a lot of classics in there. You could you could tighten that up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> if we're talking about like I think funny. Josh is right. I think I think we do have those bottom three, yeah. I mean you're looking at uh, but those are all such important games, and they're so good. Yeah, I was then, actually thinking would, we have a lot of classics, and then one at the top that, that just, just doesn't fit, just doesn't look right. And that uh, is the. I know I just said I wasn't going to cut it, but the, but it's but we're talking about like greatest arcade games of all time, and when you start getting uh, into like, fu- but when you start getting into like fully immersive things, is that an arcade game or is that a ride? It's literally called Star Wars Arcade, <laughs> but it's a fucking ride. It's a ride you can play. It's it's basically it's a ported arcade game that made it interactive. That's like somebody going, you know what my favorite arcade game is? Football. <laughs> Cuz you can be the guy and play against other guys. Like go that's it. not an arcade Just game. Fucking pull it. Just pull it. All right, then no, go ahead. I get it. It probably won't. It's so good though. Fuck. Yeah, I'm going to cut the Star Wars battle. I mean again, if you're talking about immersive peripherals, Dance Dance Revolution or Battle Pod, which one is more iconic? I guess we'll we'll find out. It's up to Travis Wolf to do the save. Uh, okay, Travis, what do you got? We're we're waiting. Yeah, know. it was. And Bankson says it's so good you forget that it has anything to do with Star Wars. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Just you describing it makes it sound kind of awesome. So fucking amazing. Travis, Travis save Marvel, Marvel versus Capcom two gets it. All right, so that is back on the list. We will we'll have the poll up in just a second. In the meantime, what kind of stuff didn't make your list? Punch out. <clears throat> Punch out Punch was out. so close to making my list. Did they have the thing with the boxing gloves? Like the little what was the was that Punch Out no, or was that was a Dave and Buster's game? standing game where yeah. you would, would do where that. You, it was like joysticks but they had like these plastic Oh around. no, punching Oh no, that was, was a different that? one. That what was, was like that boxing game. Power Punch or yeah, something. Yeah, that like was that. fun. Yeah. yeah, that was always I never really liked that one as much as Punch Out. Punch Out holds up really well. Um but it it was also overshadowed by a much better Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting yeah. because they couldn't port it directly. <clears throat> the reason that Little Mac is Little Mac is because you had that sort of wireframe character, the whoever whoever the, the you know the fighter is at that time, wireframe. It wouldn't port directly to the NES, so they had to go with a little the little sprite guy. Ah. Yeah. Uh, a game I wanted to put on my list just as a sentimental favorite was Dig Dug. Remember Dig Dug? Yeah, but Dig Dug and Mr. Do both don't they're, they're not yeah. they're not great. See, when I got into consoles, I stopped going to arcades. So there was a lot of games that were very like iconic to me, but then I had to stop and remember, well, was the game iconic to me as an arcade game or as a console game? Yeah. You know, so like, you know, I never like Double Dragon I never played on console because I I loved it in the arcade. Um, but then there were some other ones that I was just like, oh yeah, I love this game as a console. The other one, the other one that I think is kind of big that didn't make this list is uh, Daytona USA. 
or or any of the driving games. Yeah, because yeah, like, I almost picked pole position. Yeah, because because to me, like Daytona USA was an impressive thing. You would walk into an yeah. arcade and there's like eight eight seats and you just sit down and all your friends are immediately racing yeah. against each other. And it was like you could smash cars. It was physical. It was like 4D. You would get tossed around in your seat. Yeah, like that was a fun game. That almost made my list. Afterburner almost made my list. I don't, that was the oh, one where yeah. you were in it and you'd move on. Yeah. That, but that's sort of like what the battle pod was. Yeah. That was a precursor. And Harley Davidson cruising. <laughs> no, those motorcycle games I don't games remember great. that. Which like, was like where on. you actually got onto an actual motorcycle yeah. in the arcade. So the, the poll is up now. Uh, I just put a link in the comments. Sunset Riders is a good game. <clears throat> I had my, one of my all-time favorite games that I got into was a game called Vendetta. I played it like on vacation one time and it was like this amazing fighter or not a fighter, but it was like a, a smash them. And, uh, and then it never, it, uh, there was, it, I never found it again. There was a, it was like, I think it was like a side scrolling game where you played as like, you would turn into a monster. Altered beast. Yes. Altered beast. I fucking loved altered. Altered beast, beast is a great game. Yeah. And it ported to beautifully to the Sega yeah. Genesis. One of the first Sega Genesis games that really started out there. So we're going to leave the poll up for another so, three And somebody minutes. said sunset riders. That is one sunset that riders arguably should have made the list. I don't remember that game. Time crisis two, like time crisis two is great. The also the the sort of swivel gun games, your Operation Wolf's, your Terminator Twos, you are to a much lesser extent Revolution X featuring Aerosmith. Those were all right. I never really minded those. There's a lot of the new freestanding gun games like Aliens. Um, yeah, gr- they're really really fun. There's a really great Rambo game that you're basically playing on a big screen TV and you're you're playing Rambo Two. It's fucking dope. Yeah, but it's just too, it was too new for me to want to bring up. Let's book a show in Kansas City. Let's get back in there. Uh, we'll eat barbecue. Yeah. I'm reading the character list of this game, Vendetta, and this is very comical. So it, it sounds familiar, but maybe it's just that I know the word Vendetta. There's a character named Blood, who is a black guy who's an ex-prize fighter. Then there's a white guy named Hawk, who looks like Hulk Hogan, former professional wrestler. Sure. That's a complete licensing rip. Then there's a white guy named Boomer, and it just says martial arts. And then there's a black guy who looks like Mr. T, whose name is Sledge, and it says ex-military convict. I was just oh, like, "Oh, come on, guys, pick pick a thing, yeah, uh, pick a thing." Uh, I loved Final Fight. Final Fight is probably of the like side scrolling beat 'em ups. I think it holds up really, really well. Oh yeah, but Golden Axe. It's very repetitive. Golden Axe is. Fantastic. I do remember Golden Axe. I almost, that field. almost made my list. You almost put Joust on your list, right? Joust I was on my Joust. list. Joust was the first co-op slash competitive game that that was yeah, really like yeah. it's a good team game. <clears throat> I love Fucking, Joust. I still play Joust. I live there's an arcade at the end of my street called Blipsy. It's hot as fuck, and the games aren't great, but they have a really great Joust cabinet and a Punch Out cabinet. Oh, nice! And I I'll I'll literally walk by there and just go in and drop a couple quarters and play a game. Nice. WWF Superstars almost made it to me. Oh no, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble almost. Made oh it to me. boy, oh, was yeah. that game fun! Oh, I great. loved wrestling video games back in the day. You know what? You know what sucks is I want to play wrestling video games now, but I know nothing about who these professional wrestlers are anymore. They always throw the classic people in. I know that, but yeah. I feel like playing the game would make me watch the wrestling and that's a oh, yeah. that's a role that's a rabbit hole it's, i cannot it's go down. really wrestling has gotten so mainstream now like it's like it's 1998 all over again yeah what's a what's a game we have 30 seconds left for you to go out and vote what's a game that stands out as being really terrible for me it's dragon's lair 
Dragon's I was I was having this conversation in the comments. Dragon Slayer is said it has to be on the well, list. Well, it's gorgeous. No. It's, it, yeah, it was because it's it was a, a cartoon. It, it's a fucking laser disc. Yeah. It's a Don Bluth cartoon. An unplayable laser but disc. But all it right. is is you just have options and you either die or you go to the next part of the show. Yeah. Like, that's it. Those are your only options. And it's not worth it. Yeah, it felt 50, like a choose your own adventure game. It and was it, the most frustrating fucking game. And it was a 50 cent game. It was the yeah. first 50 cent game to put out there because it was so expensive. Fucking hated uh, Dragon's Lair. Also, the Tron. Oh, yeah. Fuck was, that game. Uh, was always a, Except for the the the, the, the race. Riders one. The, that the part, that game was part. cool. But the other tron games because it was three uh, games i don't know why yeah. i went three games that's four and this was six <laughs> three games uh smash tv i don't remember smash tv smash tv is one of those like um you have the you just shoot by moving one controller and move around using the other so the the time is up we are going to refresh and see where we're at with our winners number five nba jam there it is. that's a respectable pick Number four, Dance Dance Revolution. Ah, I snuck into the top five. Number three, X-Men. I got one in there. Number two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Technically, X-Men is tied, right? They're both 12. Oh, no, wait. That's plus 12. Got it. And number one, the one I cut, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. It's unbelievable. That's all right. It's uh, Jeff wins. I win. Hey, I win. The pick heard round the world. This, I mean, it's. I mean, it's. This was my idea. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm very. This is something I'm very passionate about too. Like I'm really into this. Yeah, this would be like if we did one on food and I lost. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It. It. uh, If you, I'm saying if you lost, I'm bummed that Burger Time. Yeah, so Burger low. Time. Burger gotten, Time lost to Tekken. I think you also have to realize, though, that it is a little obscure and a little dated. I don't know how yeah. young the viewer that is. True. The listenership yeah. skews. Give, your, give yourselves a fit. Do yourselves a favor and play Burger Time. It's a really fun little game. And also, Rampage and also, Galaga. Fuck Pac Man. That yeah. did not. Pac Man did not deserve the fever that it got. No, and I don't know of a more disappointing port to. Console. The Atari. Consoles. That that Pac-Man Atari game was such trash. Yeah. Well, they they refused to give it a higher processing um, power. Yeah. It, it was. was just, I fucking hated it uh, so much. Ms. Pac-Man, fantastic. Yeah. And Baby Pac-Man, if you can find that, it's a arcade game with a pinball machine. Oh uh, yeah, I remember it. that. Yeah. Really fantastic. That was fun. So yeah, that was. I think that I think we put together a respectable list. If yeah. you're at if you're at an arcade. Which one of these gets all your quarters? Adam already said Galaga. Yeah, for me it would be Gal. Unless I saw a Rampage machine, I might also right now play a lot of Rampage. If it was right now, I'd probably do Turtles in Time because I haven't played it in so long. But for repetitive money going in, it's probably actually Burger Time. Yeah, Burger Time's pretty great. I play Burger Time all the fucking time. Every time I'm in a place with Burger Time, I play it. Yeah. Josh, what would you play? I don't know, man. I'm looking at the. I, you know what's weird? I'd I'd almost say NBA Jam because it gets yeah. really competitive. And I remember NBA Jam was the first one where I saw dudes like hardcore shit talking in the arcade. It, yeah, it is a really it's a really good shit talking game. Yeah, it's the best. You can have a team. It's you and a teammate versus another one. Yeah, one of my favorite console games ever. One of my favorite memories from high school was uh, I was like one of the first kids to get a Sega Dreamcast. And uh, the first ever UFC game was on it. And it was like super hard to play, super complicated. And uh, 
and I had like a bunch of dudes over and we just took turns fucking each other (laughs) up. And it was so much fun. And then this one Asian kid who was like in all of our computer classes and he didn't, he spoke like five words of English, just showed up at the party at my house, doing math, sat down (laughs) and didn't give that controller up for an hour and a half. Nice. And I remember it was like one of the first inklings that I might grow up to be a stand-up comedian <laughs> was because uh, I, I was like learning timing and somebody was like, his name is Rong Zheng. And, uh, and somebody's like, Rong, do, what do you have this? What, what, like, how, do you, how are you so good at this game? Yeah. And I just looked over and I go, his father made the game, <laughs> and, uh, which was like a stupid joke, but... Uh, but it just killed everyone. Just like, yeah, get it? Because he's Asian yeah. and they make games. And uh, <laughs> But it was one of those things of uh, um, it was like the the camaraderie of it, like yeah. the fun of having people yeah. over in the competition of like and the I, thing I that it that. was and the that thing that, that it was a, the thing that was the thing that was great about video games is it, they really were for our generation. The first thing that everyone was immediately equally competitive at. Yeah. Like if it was a new game that nobody had played, like it wasn't like sports where there's some people that are just going to be better athletes, some people that are just going to know technique better or whatever. Like everyone could sit down but and play it and and then immediately like people would But there's get something better. intuitive about video games too that well, if you're good enough at it. Wrong Zheng came um, in and ruined everybody's night. Uh like I, you know, fucking Mortal Kombat 3, like Oh yeah. You you throw Mortal Kombat 3 at me, I'll I'll fucking Cyrex you to death. Like I yeah. fucking love it. Yeah, but I mean, but to me, and that's that was like the hard thing about this was like, do I pick the games that I think are the greatest of all times or the ones that mean the most to me? And I think well, we you picked co- Virtua Cop too, so we know the <laughs> answer to that. Uh, yeah, but well, yeah, but I, but I think by I think we all kind of did a mixture. Yeah, and I think by doing that, you end up with a really good list. Yeah, this was a solid list. We did good. It was hard for me to do this. Yeah, like really hard. Oh, we get because I had to kill Punch Out. Yep. Joust, fucking Joust is so good, and it's so unique. Again, it's fucking knights riding ostriches, yeah, fighting other knights on ostriches, and graphics the were great. Joust. It just gra- Joust just looked pretty. It holds up. They used the sprites well. Yeah. Although right. there was one arcade game that killed all of these arcade games that we all discovered around age twelve to thirteen, which was jerking off. Yeah. And yeah. then everything else just took a back seat. You weren't doing that at the arcade anyway. <laughs> yeah. I did that while I played. Uh now we know how you got all those quarters, Jeff. <laughs> all right. We should get out of here. What do we have to plug? This goes up. Uh the darkest hour is probably tonight or next week. <laughs> <laughs> this this will go up next Friday. So no, no the darkest it's the, it's the Friday. The darkest that. hour is yeah. the Friday after as well November as, uh, 10th. Blast from the past, right? Yeah, and Mint on Card. Mint on Card is also come to both shows. Come Jeff both. shows at seven thirty. I might come. To, I'm gonna come hang out. At it's the, a good like double shot. At Mint on Card. Yeah, yeah. It's we, it's a fun night. You can do Jeff's show. They are kind of polar opposites. Yeah. You can you can either have dinner at the the food truck at Jeff's show or. After you leave Jeff's show, come to Santa Monica, have dinner, and then come to our show at eleven thirty. It's a pretty good, uh, pretty good combo. Yeah, yeah. we do a clean the- show except for the one comic that decided to do a bit about getting an abortion. Was that and me? I was like, you want to read the room? Oh, nice. <laughs> I was like, you, uh, you sure you want to do that bit? Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I didn't do, do an bit. I didn't do an abortion bit. I do remember. <laughs> did I accidentally? Did I accidentally curse, or did I just talk about something that was a little? I mean, in a in a in a we always like they ask us not to say fuck, but somebody always does, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be a kid in the front row. I did just gonna have. I did ask. I did ask if I could trade a human being for memorabilia. 
That's I, fine. I think that deal's still on the table, so. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it works. I was uh, like, can I trade my girlfriend for the real life alien versus predator? Predator. All right. What else do we got to plug before we get out of here? Jeez. You know, when this is going up, I, it's Mint on Cards, the second Friday of every month. Uh, and uh, if you can give to carerescuela at gmail.com on PayPal, uh, that would be great. Josh, you got anything? No. All right. No. Oh, yeah. I guess. Uh, what, what, what date is this coming out? The 10th? No, the nice. third, something like that. Oh, okay, well, watch Ginormous Food uh, November 13th on Travel Channel Edit and November 18th on uh, Food Network. Edit that out, Brent. All right, <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here. Josh, say goodbye. Bye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the Burger Time Chef rookie card, everyone. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you.